Welcome to Travel First with Alex First. Wine and food lovers will love the Juro Valley. 140 kilometres from Porto, the only region in the world where Porto wine's produced and has been since 1756. The spectacular scenery belies a climate that's typically hot and dry in summer and cold in winter with very little rain. Perfect conditions to produce grapes high in sugar content in its rocky terrain. After a tour of Six Sense Five Star Resort and an early morning luxuriating in the brilliant spa and pool, we set off for Vintage House Hotel, a former 18th century manor house that for the past 20 years has been a five-star hotel. The views from it and the estate of Seishu, our next stop, and which included a wine tasting, were superb, the latter from the highest point in the valley that we visited. The estate was bought by a Scotsman named George Sandman, who began as a winemaker in 1790, started production of Porto wine in 1811. It was 1930 when the Sandman label adopted a striking Zorro-like black cape logo, the cape representative of Portugal. In particular, the students' attire worn historically at Queenborough University, 165 kilometres away, and the hat being a Spanish sombrero. Now, Sandman is owned by a Portuguese company. Lunch was at DOC, which TripAdvisor named the best fine dining restaurant in Portugal in 2017. Set by the Juro River at the foot of the Juro Valley and opened in 2007, it specialises in pork, goat, codfish and octopus, all traditional Portuguese dishes. The chef, Rui Paula, who was born in Porto in 1967, also cooks in two restaurants in Porto named D.O.P. and Casa de Char, the second of which has a Michelin star. A small winery we visited after lunch is called the Estate of Panish Cow. It's one of three wineries in the group, all in the Juro Valley, producing top-end product under the Fonseca label, about two million bottles a year. There are four different styles of port, and Fonseca make three of them. What distinguishes them, apart from the quality of their product, is the fact that they still employ the traditional form of production, being foot stomping when it comes to harvesting in September and October each year. That's when the number of employees for the three wineries jumps temporarily from 60 to 200. Many of the other wine producers have mechanised the process of making port, but not Fonseca, which has remained in family hands since it began in 1815. Panishkow Estate opened to the public in 1992 and was the first to offer an audio guide for visitors who can wander freely through the vineyards. It also has guided tours and wine tasting. My favourite was a 40-year-old tawny port that retails for €180 a bottle. That's around $300 Australian dollars. In 1994, a Fonseca vintage port won the title of Best Wine of the Year. On our way back to Porto, we stopped at a quaint old town, Amarante, home to a Dominican convent named after a Portuguese Roman Catholic priest who lived there in the 12th and 13th centuries. The old part of town features an ingenious small bridge built in 1790 with a special wedge-shaped design at its base to guard against the rapidly flowing and at times rising waters that destroyed an earlier bridge. A number of local shops have beautiful handcrafted table runners and woolen throws. While they're special, 
Unexpectedly, we came across a small establishment called FOL Popcorn that specialises in gourmet corn. Popular throughout various European cities, it originated in Turin in Italy and features up to 30 different popcorn flavours, including pizza, chilli pepper, bacon, pistachio and caramel. It opened in Amarante three weeks earlier. Very tasty indeed. That night we ate at a well-known restaurant in Porto that specialises in codfish and octopus, among seven varieties of fish on offer. It's a place in the historic part of Porto, beside the Duro River, called Fish Fix, which means cool fish. Celebrities, including Mick Jagger, have dined there. In fact, in Jagger's case, he asked for a bottle of extremely rare 1952 vintage white port. Only 50 bottles of that particular plonk remain in existence. Six are housed at Fish Fix. The restaurant opened eight years ago in a 300-year-old private residence. It now caters for up to 40 diners at a time, six days a week. It's closed on Mondays. During warmer months, there's also an outdoor dining area. You've been listening to Travel First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.